Happy Sunday, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in with Soul Sessions with Ms. Lily's Flow. I am your host. If this is your first time tuning in, thank you so much. And I think you're going to like it here. And if you are a returning listener, again, thank you. I appreciate you. I appreciate your support. I hope that you are loving the episodes and the shows from week to week. And again, I appreciate and thank you. But we are going to have a good time today. So today I am going to have a show on skincare. And then we're going to have a little small segment towards the end of the show also. But for those of you who don't know, for the first time listeners, I am a licensed advanced esthetician. And I am the owner of Lily's Flow Face and Body Rejuvenation Spa. And I am local. I'm right here in the Liberty Gerard area, right sort of close by the Metroplex on the north side. I'm off of Belmont Avenue. You can look me up and see all the things that I do. I do offer a variety of services within my office. I do all different types of customized facials. I also do relaxation massages. I actually do do in-office soul sessions also, which is a combination of skincare, relaxation, some journaling, some yoga, things to that nature to just help you to relax, to rest, to rejuvenate, to feel the best about yourself on the inside as well as on the outside to help you to deal with day-to-day life. You can look me up on social media. I am on Instagram at lilysflow, L-I-L-Y-S-F-L-O-W. I am also on Facebook, Tiffany Lily's Flow Robinson. You can find me on TikTok, Lily's Flow number one. And you can also go to my website. My website is www.liliesflow.com. You find on my website all the services that I do, the price list, how to contact me, all of those good things. So go ahead and hit up my website and I would love to have you in office. And you can put a face to to the to this voice that you're hearing every week. <laughs> go ahead and put a face to it. So it is November, everybody. November. I have no idea where this year has gone. I have no idea where the summer went. I am a warm weather girl. Oh, I love the warm weather. I'm not looking forward to this cold winter weather that I know will be among us very, very, very soon. I swear I was meant to be born in the tropics somewhere because that is my whole entire vibe. I'm, I'm not for this cold weather. Being that I am an esthetician or someone who does deal with skincare, that is my profession. That is also one of my loves is dealing with skincare. So what I'm going to do today on this show is I want to give everyone a cold weather slash winter skin weather survival kit. Our skin changes according to the seasons. Um, I know with the, the, the cooler weather, now it hasn't been too, too, too cold here yet, um, but it has gotten cooler and at night it has gotten cooler. And I know I have had to turn on my heat. Oh, didn't want to, but you know, I can't freeze, freeze my children. <laughs> so I had to turn the furnace on. Um, the furnace, turning the furnace on can mean that the air in your home will be a bit more dry. So a bit more dry air in your home is going to wreak havoc on your skin. 
and you will notice some type of skincare changes within your skin. A lot of us have to deal with eczema. I do have um, a little bit of eczema issues. It's not severe, but I do get some patches on my skin at times when the weather changes. Um, my daughter does and my son also. So I am familiar with eczema. I know some people battle um, psoriasis also around this time of year. And if you don't have eczema and if you don't have psoriasis, you could just battle just the, the chap dry skin, um, which is all normal. So what I want everybody to do is to check the routine that you are doing from uh, day to day in the wintertime. You have to look at the ingredients. You want to look at the ingredients and there are certain ingredients in there that if your skin is feeling a bit more irritated and a bit more dry, you might want to hold off on those ingredients and cut back on those particular products. Um, and you want to incorporate some more hydrating products. You're going to get a thicker moisturizer. You want to get a more moisturizing cleanser. And you want to make sure that the cleanser that you do get is one that does not have a lot of alcohol in it or a lot of different acids, such as glycolic acid or salicylic acid. Um, salicylic acid is something that a lot of um, acne products have incorporated in them because it does help to treat the active acne and it also will dry out the acne, which in effect is drying out your skin. Now, when the weather does change to the colder months, our skin does that automatically due to the environment and due to the heat being on and just the air being drier. So if you're using too many products with these types of drying um, ingredients in them, you can actually be wrecking more havoc on your skin and doing more harm to it than help. So with your facial cleanser, you wanna make sure that the cleanser is putting enough moisture into your skin instead of taking it out. So when you do look at the, the products and if they specifically say that they're gentle or that they're moisturizing or that they're for sensitive skin, look for products that um, are labeled with these types of things. Avoid products, as I said earlier, that have alcohol that's going to dry your skin out more. Um, you can still use those as you see fit for your skin, but you might want to do a little bit of skin cycling and maybe use it twice a week intermittent with those hydrating products. That's what skin cycling um, basically is. I'm seeing all on um, different social media things and TikTok where everyone's talking about skin cycling and it's kind of turned into a fad, which is very amusing to me because basically skin cycling is just alternating products on alternating days to get the desired effect for um, the outcome that you want your skin, the condition you want your skin to be in. So it's just skin cycling, just like any cycle has different types of patterns um, and different things grown, uh, thrown in there. That's what skin cycling is. It's, it's very easy. It's just for some reason they just, I don't know, labeled it a fad. <laughs> and now everyone's on to skin cycling. Um, another product that can also dry out your skin even more. It's not a bad product. And, and, the glycolic and salicylic acids, they are not bad products for your skin. They're actually good for your skin. So you still want to incorporate those products, just maybe a little less um, and just throw in some hydrating products. 
retinol is great for your skin. Um, it's very anti-aging. It helps to plump the skin. However, you don't want to use that every single day. If you are experiencing dryness, that could be a cause to the dryness. So again, as we said earlier, we're going to use the fad name, <laughs> skin cycling. You just want to cycle that in and cycle it out. So if your skin is feeling a bit dry, then just use your hydrating products. Um, then if your skin starts feeling really oily and you're feeling that you're having too much oil, then you can go back and you can use the, the salicylic acid products and your acids and your retinols um, to create a, a good balance. You can just alternate them. One evening, use the products with the, the treatments and the acids and the retinols. Then the next night, don't use those products. Use the ones that are moisturizing. And that should help to give you um, proper balance. When you think of facial moisturizer, in the summertime, a lot of times your moisturizer can be lighter, which is um, normal because you have a lot of humidity in the air. You have a lot of moisture in the air. Um, you're sweating more. Your body temperature is higher. The, the furnace is not on, which is not drying out your air in your home. So you usually use a lighter moisturizer. When the winter time comes, you want something that's going to help to protect your skin from the different elements, from the cold. Um, you know, sometimes our temperatures can dip well below zero into the negatives. And when you have like have those types of extremes hitting your skin, it can be harmful for you. So you do want to make sure that you are using a thicker moisturizer um, in the colder, drier times. So what you want to look for, you want to look for a moisturizer that is a cream moisturizer. You want to look for a moisturizer that has an oil in it. You want to use something that might be labeled as a balm. Another good product that you want to look for when you look on your labels is hyaluronic acid. Now, hyaluronic acid is a moisturizing product instead of an exfoliating product. So an exfoliating acid would be glycolic or salicylic. When you exfoliate, you are ridding your skin of the moisture. You're taking more moisture out of your skin. You're taking um, any dry patches off of your skin. You're kind of drying it out a little bit. Whereas hyaluronic acid is an acid that is going to moisturize. Again, there's nothing wrong with any of these acids. They are amazing. They work wonders for your skin. You just want to be careful that you're not using the wrong acid at the wrong time. That's it. That's basically it. Um, it may seem complicated, but once you get to know your skin, then you'll know what your skin needs. And if you have a problem with it, hit me up. <laughs> Give me a call. Come make an appointment, come into the office. You can even bring your products with you that you use um, on a daily basis, or we can look them up together and I can go over ingredients. I actually do that for everyone um, on their first visit. I set them up with a home care regimen. Um, we talk about what they are using on their skin. I go over it once I assess their skin personally, and once I'm done with their facial, then everyone goes home with a customized home care regimen that they use. Um, I usually start it off basic with a cleanser, moisturizer, maybe a serum or a toner or something. But I do try to just start everyone off basic. And then we, we add products to 
or we take products away according to what your skin needs. Um, a couple of my clients that I've had recently, I have put them on a skin cycling regimen where they're balancing their acne and their oily skin with the drier skin and they're alternating their products. So skin cycling, I think, is great for everyone, whether you have acne or not. Um, as I said earlier, when it comes to different oils, oils are good for your skin. You want to do that your last step after you've moisturized. Oils lock in the moisture. Remember that oils are not a moisturizer. I know some people get confused with that. They'll get out the shower or they'll wash their face and they'll just kind of put oil on their skin and then their skin might be dry. And they're wondering, hey, I put this oil on, why am I still dry? It's because oil is supposed to lock in the moisture that you've put on. So when you put on your moisturizer and then put a thin, small amount of layer of oil over your moisturizer, it's locking in the effects of that moisturizer into your skin and into your pores. So a good oil is great. You do want to stay away from coconut oil on the skin. I say that to everybody. Coconut oil, it, oil is amazing on your body. It's an amazing after um, shower oil to put on. Put on your skin. It is too heavy and it's going to clog your pores and you're going to start having acne, breakouts. It's just not going to do good for your skin. So please stay away from the coconut oil on your skin. There's jojoba oil, sweet almond oil, avocado oil, things of that nature are good to put on your skin also. So do that. Um, that will help you with your dry, flaky skin and help you to, to keep that skin's hydration. Um, when you think of rejuvenating products, um, Anytime you see a label with anti-aging on it, nine times out of 10, and I want to say 10 times out of 10, but just in case there's that <laughs> small percentage that it isn't, I'm going to say nine times out of 10, but nine times out of 10, if you do see anti-aging on your product, you want to use those less often in the winter time, or you want to get a, a lower percentage, which has a lower concentration of that in there. Um, those can be harsher in the winter times. So there's nothing wrong with using them. You just want to cut back on them a little bit. And then once it starts, you know, warming up a bit, once springtime starts hitting or summertime, and you can start using those a little bit more. Um, so that is also another tip. So let's talk about our bodies. So we talked about our face. Let's talk about our bodies. Our skin on our whole entire body can get dry. We get out the shower. We use our normal body wash that we use in the summertime. We get out the shower. We use our normal lotion. By the time we put our clothes on, our skin is dry. We're feeling itchy. We might be ashy. Don't mind y'all don't act like you don't get ashy because you do. <laughs> we get ashy. That's what happens. It's just facts of life. We get ashy. So sometimes we have to change our body cleansers also. Always make sure the creamier the cleanser, the better. If you do have eczema, you want to make sure that you're looking for fragrance-free products or psoriasis, things like that. Get fragrance-free. Um, 
products. You can use products that have shea butter in them, different types of silicones, all things like that are really good for your body, for your dry skin. I know for me, what I love to do is I have my body wash and then I use my lotion when I come out. And then on top of the lotion, I always use an oil. I do that even in the summertime just because I'm extra, because <laughs> I, I like that. Um, that's when you can use your coconut oil. That's when I won't yell at you for using coconut oil. So just stay moisturized, everyone. And again, what I tell everybody, the best way to make sure that you are staying hydrated is to drink your water. Drink lots of water. You're going to have to up your water intake for the wintertime. Summertime, you still want to drink a lot, but in the wintertime, definitely you want to even drink more. So bump up that the, your hydration. Okay, so we are going to take a small little break because we want to recognize my sponsors who I am so thankful and so grateful for. Um, so we're going to take a small break. And when we come back, we are going to have another subject. Okay, all right. Okay, so we are back. Thank you again for the sponsors. I appreciate each and every one of you. So I just wanted to talk about something that I recently watched over the weekend. And I fell in love with it, and I keep hearing a lot of people talking about it. And I'm hearing some saying that they liked it and some saying that they didn't. So if you have Netflix, I highly, highly, highly recommend to watch. It's like a mini series or like a limited series. I think that's what they call it. From Scratch on Netflix. It has Zoe Saldana in it. And I'm not sure of the leading um, male actor's name. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful love story. I'm a hopeless romantic myself personally. Um, so I guess if you're not into love and romance movies and things like that, um, you know, wouldn't recommend it to you. But if you are into that, oh, such a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful series. So spoiler alert, if you didn't watch it, I suggest you stop listening right now <laughs> because I'm going to get into it. I'm just going to dive into it. It was just beautiful. It was literally the epitome of a love story. Now, the ending was extremely sad. I had the ugly cry going on at the end. I just couldn't help myself. It was, it was very, very, very sad. However, leading up to it, it was the most beautiful, beautiful love story so tastefully written, tastefully done. She goes to Italy for like an internship. She falls in love with this guy. He's a chef that she really didn't think that she was going to fall for. They end up getting married. Um, and then some very, very, very sad things happen in their life. But I got so much from watching that series as far as some key elements, and now granted it's TV, and we know that everything on TV isn't real. Obviously, this is a scripted series, but I like to kind of try to take positive points from everything, even shows that I watch, interactions that I have, things like that. I do like to try to take the positive from things and to see what I can learn from them. So what I got from it is that their relationship was not perfect. They were imperfect. They had problems. They had issues, but they never gave up on each other. And they both were willing to make it work. They 
both loved each other so much and they both gave their all. When one was down, the other one was there to pick them up and to talk them through it. When the other one was down, the other one was there. When one wanted to pursue a dream of theirs, the other one didn't just shut it down and, and tell them, oh, whatever, that's dumb. That doesn't make any sense. The other one supported them with that dream, even if it meant them kind of um, having to work together and put their heads together to make financial means work. They supported each other. They allowed each other to grow individually so that when they came together, they were a beautiful, beautiful couple. And they worked together so well collectively. They were able to laugh. They had humor. They made each other laugh. They were able to cry together. They were able to openly communicate their feelings and to talk about if they were feeling down. And the other one, they may not have had the answers, but they would just give each other a hug and just comfort each other and just tell them it was going to be okay. I just thought that was so beautiful. They fought for each other down to the end. They fought for each other. Their love was that imperfectly beautiful. It was strong. Even they still had issues um, with in-law issues. His family lived all the way in Sicily, I believe it was. And her family was in town. You know, her family has a lot of issues within it. His family had a lot of issues in their own way. But yet they remained a united front. And in the end, ultimately, each side of their family respected the other one because of that. And they were able to see how deep their love for each other was. It took some time, but yet they both realized that the most important thing in each other's lives were each other. And anybody looking in either had to respect that or they just weren't going to be heavily involved in them. And I don't know, it, it was just a beautiful, beautiful love story. And I just wanted to, to talk about that just because I do like to have shows that dwell on relationship things and mental health things. And um, I like to do different things on the show besides just talk about skincare. So since I was so in awe of that series and just really had a, a <laughs> emotional roller coaster while watching that series, um, I just wanted to recommend that watch to anybody. So watch it. Even if you're not into romance, even if you're not into love stories, just watch it because there's, there's a lot that you can um, glean from it, even just in relationships. So if you do get a chance to watch it, hit me up on social media, send me a message, let me know your thoughts, let me know what input you have. Um, if there's anything else that you got from that series, let me know. I'd like to hear everybody else's thoughts, or am I just the only <laughs> person taking all those points out of it and um, seeing what I can glean from it? But yeah. That, that was a really good watch, so I do recommend it. So we are going to have to wrap up. We are getting towards the end of our time. So I hope everyone enjoyed the show for today. I know I did delve into some skincare, and I hopefully that did help someone to um, kind of get past the skincare issues. I know this time of year, 
with the dry skin and, and the dry air and things like that, it does get a little bit tricky. So hopefully I was able to help someone. And if you have any other questions um, regarding your skincare, if you have any ideas or anything that you would like to hear on the show, please feel free. If there's any positive upbuilding things that are going on in the community that you would like brought attention to, please don't hesitate to reach out to me also. Um, I do like to keep it positive. I do like to keep everything lighthearted um, and just things that can help people to heal their trauma, to just get by every single day with, with a, some type of a smile on their face. That's, that is my goal with this show is to just make someone happy, to relax and, and to just find a glimmer of hope. I hope I am able to translate that and to deliver that to every single one of my listeners. So as I say again, you have been tuned into Soul Sessions with Ms. Lilise Flo. I am your host, Tiffany. We will meet again next week at the exact same time next Sunday, a week from today. We will meet again for another episode. Until then, everyone have a beautiful, beautiful rest of your day. Have a beautiful start to your week. I hope your weeks, your upcoming months are beautiful. Your upcoming year is beautiful. And as always, I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful life. Until next week, everybody, please stay blessed. <music>